Hello and welcome to another episode of the Born Again Club Pod. My name is Troy Miller and I am the host of this podcast. And today we have a little bit of a different podcast. I was going to um, talk about fearing God, but I'm going to leave that to next week's episode because I have my uh, lovely partner on the podcast today joining me. And we're going to talk a little bit about her faith journey. And so I I did intend to have guests on the show, um, which I haven't done as yet. But uh, why not make her the the first guest of my podcast while she's here? So, uh, g'day, Em. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Right. So, obviously, like I had some questions come through on the email that I was going to answer today, but um, I'll just leave them to next week. So keep sending in your questions and your, um, and yeah, whatever. We send through whatever you want to the email. It's uh, the born again club pod at gmail.com. And yeah, you can tell me what you want to hear. You can ask me questions that you want, would like me to try and answer or look into um, and yeah, we can go from there, but before we start, before we get on to M's life story, we're going to pray. So if you'd all bow your heads with me, dear Heavenly Father, I come before you with a heart full of gratitude and reverence. Thank you for the gift of life and for the opportunity to walk the path of a God-fearing Christian as I navigate this journey I ask for your guidance and strength to uphold the values of humility, obedience, and love that define this calling. I am thankful, Lord, for the blessings you have bestowed upon me. My life, my family, and my friends are all gifts from your generous hand. Help me cherish and nurture these relationships, always striving to reflect your love and grace in my interactions with them. Lord, in pursuit of being a God-fearing Christian, I recognize the challenge of forgiveness I bring forward and I bring before you those who have wronged me and I ask for the strength to release any bitterness, anger or resentment that I may be holding on to just as you have forgiven me. Teach me to extend forgiveness to others knowing that it sets both my heart and theirs free. Lord, grant me the wisdom to always seek your face and to walk humbly in your presence. May my reverence for you be a guiding light in my decisions, interactions, and thoughts. Fill me with your spirit so that I may live a life that honors you and aligns with your perfect will. Lord, I thank you for your unconditional love and the privilege of being called your child. May my life serve as a testimony of your transformative power, and may others see your light shining through me. In Jesus' great name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, wonderful. All right. Let's jump straight into it. So, um, obviously, you're a Christian. Yep, yep. And been a Christian your whole life. Yep, yep. You haven't haven't fallen out of Christianity um, like myself? No, I've I've had a pretty steady Christian influence throughout my, my life. All right. So, as someone who's been a Christian their whole life... um, and has known Jesus their whole life. Tell us, uh, tell us your story. Righto. So, um, 
So yeah, just um, yeah, grew up in a Christian home. Um, I grew up yeah going to church as long as I can remember. Um, my parents, us, yeah, as a whole family, we get dressed up and go to church every Sunday. Um, um, like my immediate family, and then members of my extended family, uncles and 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 aunties, were involved in the church as well. Um, and yeah, my grandparents as well. Um, so yeah, basically, as a child, I was going to church. That was just the normal, repeated thing that we did every week. We went to church. We went to Sunday school. Um, as I got older, I attended um, um, kids club, a, a local uh, kids club um, that was church focused. Um, and then yeah, so I've also attended a Christian primary school um, and high school as well. Um, so I guess that Christian influence has been pretty steady throughout um, my life. Um, particularly my childhood, I always had that kind of influence. Um, with yeah, with family and friends and um, yeah, all of that. So, um, as I got to my young adult years, so after probably just after I I finished school, um, because I, like, as I got older, um, my family kind of stopped going to church so much. It became less of a weekly thing that we did. Um, less of my family members attended church and it just became a bit more sporadic, I guess. And just, um, yeah, less frequent, a less frequent thing. Um, but it was still just something that we did. We were still, you know, in that, um, under that kind of influence as well, um, involved with people who encouraged us to go to church and all that. Um, but when I attended church at that point, it was still very much just because that was, Mum's gone to church. Mum took us to church. Um, I, so I guess it was that kind of uniformed thing that we did. Um, so it wasn't until when I, after I finished school, um, when I was, yeah, young adult, I started going to church for myself. Um, yeah, getting involved in um, parts of the church community, volunteering in different um, parts of the Sunday school and um, youth programs um, and kind of, yeah, trying to find my way in that. Um, but I think at that point I had decided to go to church for myself. So it wasn't something that I did with my family. It was more something that I, I wanted to do and I wanted to do for myself um, to learn more about God and to find my my way I guess um um I also yeah recall as a child um I used to feel really bad about it but I used to kind of you know during a sermon when I was at church um when I was a kid I would you know feel quite bored or not be taking in because I would just zone out and it wouldn't hold my attention. So I think that was when I was much younger and I going into church for myself, I kind of wasn't sure if, if that would be the case and I felt bad about that. I think you'll find that's why they have Sunday school and you'll, <laughs> you'll see it every church service you go to now that there's um, kids that 
don't take in anything that's being said. So yeah. you don't have to feel bad about that, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I think at the point I was just like, because I would sit there and it, I just wouldn't take anything in. And I would go from church being like, well, that was, you know. But I think when I started going to church for myself, that was when I actually, you know, focused on things like note-taking and um, reflecting on the passage. And I found that when I started going, yeah, when I was like, you know, adult, 17, 18, that I was able to sit and be attentive and listen and actually take in what the pastor was saying, which... I was able to then, you know, later reflect on and yeah. So I think when I started going for myself, that's when I really, I guess, um, really understood it um, and wanted to be more involved in it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you have any in that time? So how old were you when you started going by yourself? uh, uh, 17, 18. 17, 18. So did you you see any... um, transformation in your life at that point in time or did you did you find that um with having a closer connection with god that um you were starting to see things um unravel in your life and for the better or um i think it definitely had a positive influence in my life like just being making sure that i was involved in that group of people um because obviously leaving my Christian school and then going to university, you know, very different groups of people. So I wasn't kind of having that influence around me as often. Um, so I guess it still had a positive influence and in it and in like those Christian values. And it also encouraged me to seek opportunities to be involved in the church as well. Um, different like outreach program, volunteering programs and stuff um, that I really enjoyed. And I, person I love working with kids um a teacher I yeah I was able to get my foot in the door doing um some um Sunday school with the really little kids at the church I was at um which was just something that I really enjoyed and I was able to bring in that strength that I had and that um passion that I had and bring it into yeah into my practice at the church I guess um um but yeah just um I think, yeah, being involved in those groups and in the young adult communities in the church, um, Bible study, that kind of thing, really just helped me understand the Bible for myself and be more, I guess, able to reflect on the Bible a lot more. So do you, throughout your day, reflect if you're having like a challenging day, say, um, are you able to... um, find peace in in God or talk to God or um, remember certain scriptures certain verses yeah now I am um um I think probably um when I first started going to church for myself like about 17 years old I I was still kind of trying to find my way and still trying to find out what all of it meant for me and um um trying to find a community I guess with the young adult community trying to be involved in that um but struggling a bit to find my feet in the early days um so after um when I kind of had explored a couple different churches around um I found 
a church um, that I currently attend um, and I found that their young adult community um, was just really encouraging, really um, supportive, um, really wanting you to be involved in Bible studies. And um, so when I probably when I started going to that church, so that was probably, oh, I was probably maybe 19, 20. Um, so a few years ago now, but um, when I started going there and I started getting involved in their groups, um, I think I just felt a lot more connected. I was encouraged more with um, the Bible study process and, and you know, we would meet later in the week to talk about the sermon um, and that really helped me to understand it more, which I hadn't ever really done before. Um, but, yeah, I think it just being involved in those groups really encouraged me and like now I'm able to really reflect on my daily life and how I can very, um, very much see God's presence um, and understand that more. But it took me a while to get there. Um, so probably in the last couple of years where I've been really confident in that. Hmm. So how do you make sure that you're um, pressing into to Jesus every day and making sure that you're keeping him at the at the at the front of everything you do and um, making sure that he's always yeah the foundation of everything you do in life and that could be like I've noticed in your room you've got some different words and stuff written written mm. on the on your mirror and things like mm. that yeah so um, I'm and I'm not great at it I'm not great at remembering but you know, trying to make sure I pray every night before bed um, and every morning when I wake up, things like that, just trying to um, have that focus. I've got a um, a prayer chart that I just kind of put notes on of people who I um, who are on my mind to pray for, maybe friends who are just going through some things that, um, yeah, I just put them up in that yeah, just to remind me of those important um, people and those important things that are on my mind that I want to pray for because there's so much that you don't remember everything. So, but you don't re- you don't only pray for people that you're friendly with. Like, yeah, I know that you pray for people who have done wrong. Um, oh yeah, but well, I think it's for whoever's on my mind. Yeah. So, so whoever I, whoever's yeah. been whoever's on your heart at yeah, the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got you know. Yeah, like yeah, I, I people I don't know who I've just you know, friends of friends who um, are experiencing things, um, which I just, I find that helps me just, I have that list near my bed and I have a, um, yeah, when I wake up, I try and remember to, um, yeah, pray for that and just spend that time Um, and worship music. In probably the last 12 months or so, I've really tried to focus a lot more on spending time in worship Um, and... Yeah, I've got I've written up some lyrics up on my mirror at home just to um, some significant lyrics that I just find really um, that I really feel they're, they're uplifting. Or? Yeah, they're uplifting, and they just remind me of um, God's goodness and and God's you know being in charge of everything kind of thing. So hmm. it just yeah, God's power. Yes, yeah, so, yes, and it just encourages me. Um, um, yeah. 
Yeah, well, <clears throat> I mean, prayer is good, and um, I my triggers for prayer is in the morning, in the shower, <laughs> or in the car going to work. But also, you and me um, pray most nights before we go to bed when yeah. we're when we're with each other, which is nice. Um, <clears throat> and I've said in previous podcasts that like, um, for my uh yeah like back in the day before i met you my intimacy was like um was was sexual mm. but now my intimacy is based um with you is based around god and mm. um the most intimate part of our relationship is when we pray together so uh which i i think is very nice yeah, no, so for sure. yeah, I guess, and I, I think that you help me, um, you help me figure that out as well. That um, there's more to intimacy than what the world has taught us, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, like when we pray together, I really value that time because we are both, you know, trying to encourage each other as well to continue to put God first and, um, and, you know, like we all fall short and we all, you know, don't do the very best at that all the time. But I think when we spend time in prayer, that's just our time to connect together and connect with God um, and reminds us of his presence and in our relationship as well because we both want him at the foundation. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> like, and I've said in podcasts gone by that um, – before I met you, I was praying for someone like you, and uh, like literally, there was boxes that had to be ticked. Mm. And um, and I and I on our first well, when we first started talking, we went on a few dates and whatnot, and um, I was telling you that you were ticking boxes, and like, what what did you think I meant when I said that I was you were ticking boxes? I wasn't sure. I thought maybe you just had a list of your ideal girl. and <laughs> No, well, the boxes that were being ticked were the things that I prayed for. So Yeah. Yeah, which um, is another reason for me, which is why my faith is so strong. Because um, I've, I've seen what God's been able to do for me and he's been able to deliver and come through. Um, and, you know, I don't really deserve good things <laughs> in life, but... Um, it just shows that his forgiveness and um, everything like that is super powerful. So, and my housemate just got home anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Rightio. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Or um, like anything that you wanted to share in your testimony? I think just that um, in reflection of my journey like everyone's got a different path everyone's got a different um path with god path with jesus and 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 they um are faced with different trials and um i think for me my path so far has really prepared me and and like who i am right now is the most confident person i've ever been and the most um god trusting person i've ever been 
And I really think that all of my life experience, my experience in church, um, um, Bible study, working with like-minded people, um, um, like-minded Christian people in a Christian setting has all really, I guess, given me the confidence moving forward because obviously life changes and, and I won't be always in a position where my colleagues are um, are going to be as strong Christians or I may, you know, work with people um, when I move on to different jobs um, who don't hold those values and I will, I guess, need to be strong in myself then, um, even when I'm not surrounded by those people. So I think my life experience has really, like I feel comfortable for whatever change happens going forward that I feel that I'm in a spot now where um, if things, should things change, I'll still be okay and I'll still be able to be strong in my faith um, and actively trying to work towards a, yeah, my faith being stronger. Um, and I, I feel confident that I'll be able to do that. Yeah, well, if you are. And encouraged. If you let Jesus walk alongside you, you can't go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Might wrap it up. We'll finish with a prayer. All right. Do you want to hold my hand? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Dear Lord, as we walk this journey of faith together, let us remember that the fear of the Lord is our guiding light, our source of strength and our ultimate purpose. May we continually seek his face, live according to his ways, and experience the joy that comes from a life grounded in reverence for our Heavenly Father. May God... Bless us and all of our family and friends also. In his glorious name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, well that'll do for this week's episode. Next week we will talk about um, fearing, living a God-fearing life and embracing the path of faith. But I'd just like to thank Em for coming on. She was a bit nervous to come on as she doesn't really do these sorts of things but I think that um, the more people that can share their testimonies whether they're born again or whether they've been Christian their whole life or you know everyone's got a different path um, and I think it's important for everyone to share their their story uh, with people who are like-minded and share the same faith so uh, as always if you've got any issues on your mind or um, anything weighing you down, lift them up and lay them at um, God's feet because they don't belong to you. Uh, this fallen world is temporary um, and we're not here forever. Our eternal life is um, is with, with God in heaven and um, so we mustn't concern ourselves too much with um, everything that happens down in this world. But um, until next week, everyone have a great week with whatever you are doing um stay blessed and i will talk to you next week on the born again club pod